0: Welcome to the Rocking Motherhood Show, where we talk about the latest topics, news and information affecting the modern mum. We're for working mums, at-home mums, breastfeeding mums, bottle-feeding mums. We don't care. We're all rocking motherhood the best way we know how. Here's your host, Sarah Morrissey. You're listening
1: to the Rocking Motherhood Show. Thanks very much for joining us. Now, today we're talking to the lovely Lynette Bolton. She's a mum of two, a regular face on Channel 7 Sunrise. She's a presenter on Sydney Weekender, a conscious entrepreneur who has recently launched Love LCB, and she's also got a range of other things, hosting events, etc., on her plate. Hi, Lynette. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. How are you going? Yeah, I'm really well, thank you. Now, I have to ask straight up, how on earth do you manage everything without going completely insane?
0: (laughs) Well, look, I have to admit I do go insane every now and then. (laughs) Um, Look, I, I do do a lot of things, like you touched on them there. I think One of the big decisions that I made probably a couple of years ago was to only do things that I really enjoyed doing. So when I made that decision, um, I now only say yes to things that I really do enjoy. So even though I do have quite a few things on, I do enjoy doing every single one of them. So it doesn't send me as mad as if I was doing things that I absolutely hated. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. They say that about work, don't they? If you find what you love, then you never feel like you're working.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and look, we have help as well. So my, we have two daughters. One of them is two and one of them is almost five. So our five-year-old is at school yesterday. Oh, we went and got school uniforms yesterday, which is Aww. not something we're talking about now, but I was like, oh, where did my little baby go? But So she's at school next year. So in preparation for that, we've actually got her in um, a daycare and a kindy four days already. So she's kind of busy four days a week and then our little one is in daycare two days and then my mum takes her one day so that's three days you know out of the seven that I do get lots of help looking after the little ones it gives me a chance to do all the other stuff I like to do and my, my family only live probably within two kilometers from us right. so yep. all of my family my sister my mum, my dad everybody so if we ever do you know, get in a bit of a jam. They're always there to help for those one-offs as well. And, you know, just general family support is nice to have, I think, stopping you going insane.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Gosh, you've got to have your family around. I can't imagine, um, you know, people who bring up children without lots of family around, which is is kind of us to a degree. I think my husband's um, parents, both of his parents have passed away. So we don't have as, as many to call on, but
0: it definitely helps if you've yeah. got family and friends around. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I was say, I've i got lots of friends, you know, just mainly through the football who might have come from different states and they move and they have kids and they don't have any family with them and it's really tough. So, yeah, hats off to any parents who are doing it without family support because that would be really, really difficult, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now, I wanted to touch on you're really passionate about uh, mindful mums and mindful bubs and you've been doing a lot yeah. of work in this area, obviously, since you've uh, also launched Love
0: LCB. Tell us a little bit about all of this. So, Love LCB is my, um, I guess it's relatively new. I only launched it in the second half of this year, my new website. So, what I'm creating there is an online community for conscious parents and their kiblets. So, that's my little tagline. But it's basically a blog. It's a website. I do interviews. Um, There's meditations on there for kids and adults, um, you know, recipes, opinion pieces, that type of thing. So, to me... The world is kind of going at a million miles an hour these days and I think as parents, whether it's a mom or a dad or a carer um, or even as kids, sometimes it's really hard to just stop and take a moment and, you know, look around and appreciate what you're doing without thinking about the million other things that you have to do. So, to me, that's what mindfulness is. It's actually um, being in the present moment and not looking towards the future or the past. So. It doesn't mean you have to always have a big smile on your face and be enjoying (laughs) things and, you know, singing songs and, I don't know, whistling and all that stuff. It's not about that. It's just more about being present in the current moment. So putting your phone down, having, you know, going for walks, talking to your kids, talking to your partners, just those things and you're not going, oh, my goodness, I've got to cook the dinner. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. Or yesterday's day at work was so horrible. It's not doing that. It's just literally being in the present moment. So that's to me what, you know, a mindful mum is. And I think mindful bubs, I think kids naturally are quite mindful and yes. quite present. Yeah. Um, but we do tend to, I wasn't wasn't going to say beat it out of them because we don't beat it out of them. <laughs> no. But, you know, sometimes we do. It's like, hurry up. We've got to go to school. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. You know, we do We do have a tendency to rush our kids. So. Yeah, I just try and be as present as I can, you know, with and my family, my friends, and I get the kids to do the same.
1: Yeah, and it takes a lot of practice, I think. I mean, I try as much as I can, but I do find that the the more this, pardon the pun, but the more you're mindful of it, and the more you practice, the better <laughs> you get. But it doesn't necessarily come quickly or naturally, does it?
0: Well, I don't think it comes naturally at all. I do think that we are almost ingrained to everything is we've got to do it quickly and if we're quick and if we're busy that's another another thing busyness i don't Mm -hmm. like the word busy um if we're busy then we're really 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 good at whatever it is that we're doing because we have so many things on that we couldn't possibly catch up for coffee or couldn't possibly do this oh i'm so sorry i was so busy i didn't do that you know i just think that that's how the world is going a little bit at the moment so i do like the idea of And it's, yeah, like you said, it's not easy (laughs) because we do all have a million things that we do. So it's not something that you can all of a sudden wake up one morning and go, okay, from now on, 24 hours a day, I'm going to be present. (laughs) Totally (laughs) present and totally mindful. (laughs) (laughs) That's impossible. So it's, I think it's probably a good way to start. It's in little increments. So five minutes, put the phone down go out into the backyard and have a chat to your child about the ants or ask them about how their day was um, just without any interruptions.
1: Yeah. Now, I'm curious to know, did you have a point in your life where you found meditation as an adult or have you been
0: practicing it since you were little? I think it's really funny because they say things like meditation – Um, you know, finds you when you need it type thing. Mm. So I have not been a meditator for my entire life. Absolutely the opposite. Um, When I was pregnant with, I think it was Piper, who's our, it must have been, Yes, it was Piper. Sorry. When I was yeah. pregnant with our second one, um, it just so happened that the Planets Aligned and a meditation course that I'd wanted to do was on on a weekend. It was the upcoming weekend. It just so happened that Jude was going to Melbourne and could take our eldest with him. So I literally had a weekend where I could just sit and go and do this meditation class. And it was amazing. And I, I did the class and I found it really, really helpful, then kind of dropped off. But Probably a couple of years ago, we were renovating our house, which took nine months, and we were living all over the place, and we had a two-week-old baby, and um, I hated the work that I was doing. I felt mm. that I was surrounded by people who weren't really adding anything positive to my life. It was more negative, um, and I just kind of had a, a week up at the beach we we're on a holiday, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness! Like this is this is not how I want my life to be going." I've got so many amazing things in my life, but I'm not really appreciating them or being able to see the positive in them. Yeah. So yeah, I just it just it just came to me, <laughs> and so I've been trying to do it every day since, and I actually try and do 20 minutes twice a day, and I do feel like that's my me time, and it does help me not want to.
1: <laughs> yeah. you know? don't say it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: now, <laughs> now, and, and I patient saying. yeah yeah absolutely and I really believe that it does find you I had a um, period in my life going back a few years ago where I had um, inflammation and, and broke out in a rash from head to toe and, and one of the things that I had to do was try and de-stress and so I yeah. found meditation that way and I actually used to go weekly and um, was taught to meditate by a, a local monk and I yeah. found it really, really useful but I, I, I have definitely dropped off a bit since then. It is I think it is hard to keep up but if you're being mindful sort of in and out of each day then I think that that's really good. I'm curious to know Jude, uh, your husband, who yeah. um, for those who are listening who don't know, uh, ex-AFL player for Sydney Swans. Sydney Swans, yeah. (laughs) Does he practice mindfulness and is he into
0: meditation as well? Well, he was the one that actually started in our family. So Tammy Ruse, who was married to Paul Ruse, who was the coach of the Swans um, most of the time when Jude was there, she is a wonderful meditation teacher. And so she used to actually go into the Swans and teach meditation to whoever wanted to Um, you know, wanted to do the class. Mm. And so every morning before a game, he would actually meditate. So he would take you know, 20 minutes, whatever it was, and he would visualize the game. So he'd see it from the minute he got out of bed. He'd plan out his day in his head. He'd watch the game in his head, obviously, you know, kicking the winning goal most times, I think. (laughs) Um, Even through to singing the song in the rooms afterwards. So he was always very into meditation. Mm. He... I wasn't really into it at that stage, but since I think, like I said, since becoming a mum, I've been more into it. So, yeah, we will do it together. We'll still do it, which is nice. I do it more than he does these days. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do, I do do it with him, and, yeah, he's very centred. He is also very mindful as well. Like, he's very good at – although in saying that, he is very addicted to his phone. I'll just have to put that in there. But when, <laughs> when he does put it down <laughs> – <laughs> he's very good at being completely focused on his task at hand or the girls or me or whoever it is that he's, you know, talking to
1: yeah okay, that's interesting, isn't? it? And I think we're all a little bit addicted to our phone. We're trying not to be, but anyway. Yeah. Um, now, if there's you mentioned it just before if you know if if there's a mum, new mum or a mum of toddlers or someone who's running around sort of flat off her feet at the moment, who's struggling or always tired or feels like they can't get five minutes to themselves, you mentioned a couple of things you know, take time out for a cup of tea or go out into the backyard and um, yeah. sit and be present. Do you have any other tips to help? with starting on the journey without putting pressure on yourself?
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to not put that pressure on yourself. I know I just said that I do 20 minutes twice a day, but that's something that I've been doing for a long time and I'm lucky. Like I said, my girls are out a lot. So Mm. I don't have any newborns and my my little one is fairly self-sufficient as well, but also goes to daycare. So that's how I get the opportunity to do it. Um, So I think the first thing is don't put any pressure on yourself I think there will be things that you do each day that maybe you can make into your mindfulness activity. So whether it is having a shower or cleaning your teeth or that cup of tea that you just mentioned, when you're doing that, be present in that moment. So Mm. just take that time while you're cleaning your teeth, while you're having a shower, just to really be present in that moment and not thinking about the things that you've got to do when you get out or when you stop. So I think that's a really good way of studying because there will be things that we do every day, even if it's doing the washing up, driving to school to pick up the kids, hanging out the washing, that type of thing. There will be things that everyone does every day, and that's a really good starting point to just say, okay, here's two to three minutes. Let me just 100% focus on what I'm doing. What are the birds doing? What does the grass feel like under my feet? Is this tea or coffee hot? Is it cold? That type of thing. Even mindful eating. I am the biggest advocate of mindful eating. If you want to sit down and have a piece of chocolate cake, do it, but do it mindfully. Mm -mm. (laughs) So taste it and smell it and look at it and feel it, all of those things. That's a meditation. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That, actually, no, that's so true. And I always say that if you're going to have a big piece of chocolate cake you, and you're going to have those calories, sit down enjoy and it.
0: really enjoy it because yep. otherwise it just yep. goes, it passes, and was not really even worth it in the first place? That's right. You don't even remember eating it. And, of course, though, if you eat it standing up, then it's calorie-free. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just moving on, I, I
1: wanted to ask you a couple of um, – short, quick questions, I guess, that are all around motherhood and rocking motherhood. What surprised you most about becoming a mum?
0: I think it was probably that you literally, I guess, okay, the first time, I think there's a big difference between coming a mum a first time and a second time, and that mm-hmm. really surprised me. I think it's not twice as hard with two. Well, that was my experience anyway. I think you go through all the hard stuff the first time. Yeah. Um, I think that When I first became a mum, actually, is that time like it's all about the bubba, which I kind of knew, I guess, but you don't realise how into being a mum and looking after this child you can get. So that was one thing that really surprised me. I thought I'd still be able to do a few things. You know, mums that say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna study a language." (laughs) Oh, maybe not. Maybe not the first one. (laughs) So that really did surprise me. I guess that's kind of, you know, the first three, six months or so. You just think that you'll still be able to carry on as you were. You might be a bit tired and you might have a few other things you have to do, but it really is all-consuming, isn't it? Yeah, oh,
1: completely. <laughs> it is. And, and you're right, it does differ, I think, a little bit for the second one, but I think that's because... You know what to expect, and I guess someone said to me that when you have your second, you've then got your P plates on. So you've got your learners for your first, (laughs) you've got your P plates for your second. And you and I only uh, both have two. If and I say this with a big if because I'm not. Don't even bother
0: asking me. Don't even bother. There is zero chance of a third child.
1: Oh. Is there anything you would do differently if you did? I'm not saying you will, but in other words, what have you, I guess what have you learned? So if you had your
0: time again, even, what would you do differently? Yeah. I think I'd probably – I think – and look, I'll, I'll compare like, the first and the second, and mm. I think I guess if you had a third, it would be even more so. I think you just have to learn to be a little more relaxed. Um, At the end of the day, one thing my sister said to me before I had my first one was, "It's a good day if you clean your teeth, you have a shower, and you wash your hair in one day." Like that's kicking some serious goals when Mm -hmm. you're a Mm mum. So we have so many expectations that we have to do everything. Um, You know, the the kids have tummy time from seven till seven fifteen, and then from seven fifteen to you know, there's so many expectations and so many rules and so many guidelines that I think as a first mum, that really really threw me but by the second time I realized that it's really just about making yourself comfortable and making yourself happy and looking after that Bubba and you know if you do if you do clean your teeth and brush your hair then that's an amazing day if your child doesn't have tummy time between 9:15 and 9:38, then it doesn't matter it's really just about forming that relationship and looking after yourself and looking after the Bubba so yeah I think just as just to try and be more relaxed I think.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that actually. And I always say, if I had a third, which again will, will never <laughs> ever ever happen, <laughs> I, you know what I would do differently? I would cuddle more. Like I, I was yeah. so stressed about them sleeping and sleeping in their, yeah. you know, their bed, yeah. and all. And now that I'm a little bit older, I think, oh, I don't care. I would just, I, yeah. I wouldn't put them down all the time. I'd probably just hold them and cuddle them. But I think that comes with getting older as well
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you do you are gonna have a third baby but no. even um I think that's all those books that you read too that yes. say you have to do this and look I, I understand them because I do we did read a couple of the books but I did find that with our first daughter Ciara she um one of the problems that I I had with her was she refused to breastfeed like flat out refused to do it and no amount of lactation consultant or doctor or class or any of this. She literally had breast refusal where yep. she would just scream her head off. So mm. my life was um, pumping yes. and then feeding her a bottle and then pumping it. Uh, I can't remember the order. But back to your cuddling point, there was no time in there for cuddling because mm. I would give her the bottle and that's when you would generally cuddle after you've had feed but then I had to pump because that's when I had the milk. So, yes. yeah, I completely agree cuddling is one of the most beautiful things our little our littlest one now is such a cuddler she is just the biggest like little cuddler Mm. (laughs) so she she's making up for it and the big one makes up for it now too so that's okay (laughs) yeah oh bless. and what's what do you have a number
1: one or a parenting (laughs) hack that you turn to a a little white lie or, or something that you turn to when you really need it with the kids
0: yeah with the kids yeah I think my my parenting hack in general is my general rule is fake it till you make it. (laughs) So I think if you just portray yourself as having yourself together, then one day you actually will get it together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The little little thing we've told our two-year-old at the moment is she still has her dummies. So we've told her that Santa is going to take them because he's giving them to the other babies that don't have dummies. Right, yes. So, that's our one at the moment, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. So, you're in for a uh, a roller coaster ride of Christmas. And do you know what? That's exactly right. So, I think it has to be before Christmas. So, we'll probably go and get a Santa photo and I think we'll take them with them then because the thought of taking them away from her on Christmas Eve, dealing with that on Christmas Day. Oh, yes. I can't even think about that. So, I think it will have to be beforehand. We'll go get a photo and hand them over.
1: Yeah, well, good luck with that. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, And that's uh, – that's, can you believe we've been chatting away for about 20 minutes now? Really? That flew by, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, it flew by. That's what happens when you talk you. about kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for chatting to us, us on the Rocking Motherhood show. Thank and you. And I was going to say have a great day,
0: but have a great Christmas. It's only just the oh. quarter, so – Oh, I haven't even thought about it, really, to be honest with you. I Every year I try and do a little low-key Christmas. It just ends up being out of control. So I'm really trying to be a, a bit low-key this year.
1: Mm, mm, good luck with that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think if you're a Christmas tragic, you're just—it's just—it's within you, which is exactly what I am. I'm a Christmas tragic. I love every single little bit of it, so um, <laughs> I can't wait. Mm. Have you
0: got your lights out yet?
1: No, first of December. I, okay, that's yeah, the rule. that's our rule. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I'm really disappointed because there are... We should be going. But the the movie that um, is coming up on TV that I love watching every Christmas is, um, oh, that one with Hugh Grant. Um, anyway, it's a Christmas movie. It's on every December. And I love yeah. watching it with, you know, a, a cup of tea and the Christmas lights on. And yeah. it's sacrilegious it's sacri- because it's on in November. And I said to my husband, that's oh, just not good. I you'll to
0: tape it.
1: I will. will
0: not? Mm. Yeah. And then mm. play it when you're ready.
1: Yeah. How <laughs> sad! All right. <laughs> well, lovely chatting to you. Thank you yeah, so much. Thanks for joining us. You have and a have great day. And have a good
0: Chrissy too. You too. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.